How long do your ad reads take? I know nothing about podcasts. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I might. I'm about to do one, but I. Oh, you are. Yeah. Get ready for ad reads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. If think, you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll be. Well, right. I mean, Poopies does ad reads, so <laughs> if he does ad reads. I don't. Maybe we should save it. Yeah. I don't know if we even want to talk about it, but that's one of the greatest episodes I've ever seen. Yeah. When you're on there and you just can't believe <laughs> what a nitwit he is, yeah. like it's just dawning that, on you. I love that you got it. Like he messaged me, and I was like. Yeah, you get like because I was like, wait, what? Because I didn't know him that well. You it know what I mean? This was washing over you. You're like, what am I doing here? I was, I was, I was prepped for it. So when he started talking, it was just no. I think I place, told you then, about it. I'm yeah. like, dude. And then he you wanted were me to great go, on there, but you're such a pro that you, you, you like you, you ended up like you help him so much, but. <laughs> Jason just couldn't believe it. Dude, he goes, at one point he got his phone out and he goes, just relax, you'll be okay. Oh, wait, this is a message for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sitting right there watching him read it and look up at the guy that wrote it. And I'm like, what is seriously happening right now? Is this dude okay? Oh, Oh, my God. Yeah. It made me so happy. <laughs> Welcome. Here we go. And I'm not Tony Hall. Okay, well, here we are. Uh, what's up? Johnny Knoxville's here. <laughs> That's it. Hello. That's the intro. Sick intro. As we talk about other podcasts. <laughs> uh, oh, man. How have you been? I've been good, man. Just uh, uh, been working, uh, driving kids around, and have a new dog. So that's what's going on in my life. Do you have a routine because of, of going everywhere and doing, like, films and stuff? Do, like you just said, you drive your kids around. That's yeah. not all the time. Like, sometimes you have to go places for long periods of time, right? Yeah. Um, I try to shoot here these days. I just don't like traveling or being away from the kids. Fair enough. And I don't really I don't really go out. Um, uh, I don't know. I just like being home. Yeah. Uh, with uh, my girlfriend Emily and the kids and this uh, rotten dog we have. <laughs> Um, I do. I guess I do have a. Is it hard to? Is it hard to uh, make that request or demand to shoot here? Well, it's not a demand. Um, <laughs> it's a. It's a preference. Yeah, it's like if it's shooting somewhere else, and the, I'm like, well, okay, I, I just, I just don't want to do it. Got it. Um, That's awesome, though. But sometimes I have to. So right. if it's like really cool, you're like, you know what, this is worth it, or yeah, yeah. Right. If it's something I really want to do, I'll travel to do it. But I don't know. Yeah, I, were we even recording when we were talking about uh, Jason's appearance on yes. the shittiest podcast? Okay, good. We covered Good, because we had all this momentum, and then we said action, and then it went, well, we can cut around me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling these guys, and then, I, you, you probably, I don't know if you remember this, but um, one of the first times we hung out, what, remember the ghost bar? Was it ghost bar? A Mondrian, the bar at Mondrian? Oh, the ghost, well... I remember the first time we hung out. Oh, when we were doing the ESPN commercial. 
Yeah. X Games. And your yeah. son was, uh, Riley. Riley was like two years old. He was like maybe three or four, yeah. Yeah, and he was showing me how to drop in. I couldn't do it then. Yeah. I can't do it now. Yeah, you're, yes, yes. You're the one of the worst skateboarders I've ever met. <laughs> that was a random, like, you guys got you guys got the gig to do the X Games promos. It was so fun. It was so random. And then you guys were like in a van driving across the country. Yeah, me and my friend, beautiful Jason. And thank God I got that gig because I had a new baby. She was just walking and I was three months behind on rent. Oh. <laughs> I was really at the end of my rope. And uh, at that point I started I mean, that was Looking before Big Brother. That was before Big Brother. Yeah, that was, was like, right, that was like 96, right before Big Brother. Yeah. Do you yeah, think which, that kind of pressure put you, because when I saw you, the first thing you were doing, I don't even know if I want to say, you, you did some stuff that was like really dangerous. And, I, and it looked to me like, even because I skated Ventura when you dropped in and did that slam. Yeah, yeah. Where where I that was my home ramp at the <laughs> Wait, time. Wait, were you there? That was no, that was, but it was weird because it was my that home was my ramp. Board. And then all of a sudden he's on my home <laughs> ramp and I'm and dropping in on the bit where that's the lowest part of the vert ramp. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's him. That's impossible to hurt yourself that bad <laughs> on a drop-in. Like, I've, in all my years of watching people drop in for the first time, that was the dumbest version of it. It's like, so, you just leaped and shoulder-blocked. And I was like, oh. But I, and, I like, in the same video, you got a, a car ran you over and the, and the drop-in was a thousand times worse. Yeah. I don't know how you did that, but it was quite an achievement. I, I'm just super uncoordinated and I didn't want to undercommit, you know, in slides. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like, did not. You did not under. You made it look like you were completely but dedicated. You, from the get-go, your foot wasn't even in the right place yeah. to start with. I don't, I don't think know. it would have mattered. It wouldn't I didn't have even ask. Wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the question is, do you think the tough times that you were willing to do, because you seem like when you, we, when you appeared to me, you were more committed, as a committed maniac, I was like, whoa, he is like, re like whatever you can come up with, I will try it to get a show to get going. Do you think the, the, the money, out of money, the, the baby and all that pressure was like, yeah, man, shoot me. No, it was uh, when my then girlfriend got pregnant and I, I didn't even know it was a daughter, but I knew that my years of just spinning my wheels and doing nothing were over and I couldn't be like, well, I want to be an actor. I want to be a writer. It was like, I got to go now. Yeah. And nothing has uh, inspired me to get off my ass more than having to being responsible for a child. Yeah. And that changed everything for me. Okay, so you've got, that got you to these, have such giant testicles <laughs> that you made yourself, uh, a, you know, jackass and all these other things. You're huge. And then you did jackass, I think it's three, but with the bull riding where I know all you guys. I know Steve-O, I know they're all maniacs, but I remember the bull where you played with it a little longer. And when you got out, everybody on the cage was looking around going, what the f <laughs> Johnny is another level. And I was yeah. like, you've already achieved greatness. What, oh, you, you still have that, that drive that you know, like out of everybody in Jackass, if you want to go, you're the, you're the one. Like you're the least uh, intimidated, it, it seems like. 
I really love bulls. <laughs> you know, I love them. Okay, how and, did that happen? And yeah, like I do get kind of, I get lost when we're shooting uh, just because I wanted the film to be great and I get more caught up in wanting the film to be great than kind of being Your, concerned yourself. with, yeah, yeah. And I got, I think I got kind of addicted to it. Yeah. You know? That How is that feeling. now then? What's that? How is that now? It's, it's, I'm more at peace because uh, it's tough. Like, because after the last film and the last, uh, my last interaction with, uh, the Bull and Jackass Forever. <laughs> that was the gnarliest concussion I've ever had. And you've had a lot. And I've had a lot, but this one, like, it changed me. And the doctor said, you can't have any more concussions. Kevin Staub, are you listening? From shade to fresh fruit to privacy and natural beauty, let fastgrowingtrees.com help you plant your dream garden with their expert advice and fast, reliable shipping. Fastgrowingtrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy to grow plant, shrub and tree varieties for your unique climate. Meyer lemons to evergreens and everything in between. Happy plants, happy home, right? Yeah. Yes. But sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do best. No problem because with FastGrowingTrees.com, you get customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Wow, that was excellent, Tony. Woo. Plus, their plant experts are always available to help keep your plants growing healthy through the season and beyond. No more waiting in long lines and hauling heavy plants around. With FastGrowingTrees.com, you order online and your plants arrive at your door in a few days. We love Fast Growing Trees here because we can get great prices on plants. And with Fast Growing Trees, 30-day alive and thrive guarantee. You know everything will look great fresh out of the box, yo. Join over 1.5 million happy fast-growing trees customers. <laughs> Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash wolf now to get 15% off your entire order. Once again, get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash wolf. Dude. It's a cool name. You get all the glory. I mean, Hulk's pretty good. Too. I get all the glory. <laughs> Do I? Don't listen to him. Fast Growing Trees. Yeah. When you say it changed you, do you mean it changed your perspective and your approach or it actually changed you it, mentally? It, it for several months... Yep. For up to six months afterwards, yep. it changed me. I know what you're saying. Um, I was, you I couldn't, damn. I, I couldn't mean, focus. just you, my cognitive tests yep. alone. But <laughs> the doctor, I took the test and he's like, he came back and he had the results. He's like, you have uh, trouble focusing? I'm like, yeah, sometimes. He goes, yeah, you scored a 17 on the attention uh, portion of, and I'm like, out of 20? <laughs> he said, no, out of 100. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and the rest of the, the tests weren't great either, but it, it, it eventually, yeah, I slipped into a crazy depression and yeah. I couldn't even edit the film. Usually I help, I, I was useless for six months. Yeah. That's how I, I, had a, I had a really bad concussion and that's how I knew that I was jacked because I was trying to edit something. And I was looking at the screen like I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, like I can't make this good or I don't make edit. Sense. 
but yeah. I had a really. But that great. was it. Exactly. Like that. There are those moments where, those things you kind of take for granted. You know, you can do it. And all of a sudden, it's like, I don't know how to do this. Something's yeah. wrong. Not being able to edit was the least of my problems. <laughs> yes. I, wasn't doing I just any... meant like that was the trigger. Yeah, but... yeah. I wasn't doing any editing when I got really knocked out, but there were, it was a couple months where a lot of times in the shower or if it rained, something about water pouring on me would make me cry. Oh, yeah. wow. And I'm like, I'm not sad, but if I took a shower, I'd start crying. Wow. Wow. And it took it took a couple months for that to go away, but I just felt depression, yeah, like wanting to like I didn't have a a, a, a hold on it, like it could just come out. Yeah. And I was like, wait, am I like down? Like I'm nothing yeah. bad happened in my life. Like it was the same as yesterday, but I'm like, I am not right. Yeah. And then there was months, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, I don't cry in the shower anymore. Well, that was a close one, <laughs> you know? That's yeah. A yeah, but when yeah. you get older, like Tony and I still are skating. You know, Tony had a giant injury, so yeah. and we're and we're all. You know, it's more like obvious that what we're doing is is dangerous, and we've got a lot of damage from the earlier years. But we love it so much that it's that it's totally worth it. Like to me, boxing. I love them. I love fighting, yeah. but I can't fight anymore because I can't get hit in the head anymore. Yeah, yeah. But if I fall off on my skateboard and I hit my head, I know this sounds stupid. It's all right. That's worth it. <laughs> but, but it's yeah. different. But I'm different. trying not to weigh you, more. But yeah. it's way different for you because what you're doing is there is no. There, yeah, you're not trying to make it. You're just no going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an end result I'm trying to achieve. Yeah, I mean that that thing with you know we can go we we could go into all of it. But when you crashed on <laughs> doing the backflip on the motorcycle, oh, oh right, that was right, a right. long lasting injury. Yeah, I had the catheter. For three and a half years, didn't it wreck your that, dick for, or something? For, for that's day? what the catheter. For twice a day, uh, yeah. Um, I tore my urethra because the 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 motorcycle went up in the air and did exactly what Travis told me it was going to do. But yeah. in those instances, when someone's giving me instruction, <laughs> I'm not listening. Oh no! I just want to. Imagine just, Travis Pastrana is telling you how to do a backflip, and you're like, "Yeah, sure, I got it, whatever." Yeah, it's pretty because Travis is <clears throat> under the impression that you everybody has the same ability as him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "What? Why did? It, why did you make that?" And I'm like, "Because I'm not you, you dickhead." <laughs> like, like I love like Johnny. Just, just rip into it. It's like you can barely get to the ramp. <laughs> And now you're trying to trick that, like, moto dudes when they've been doing it for 20 years, like, I don't know. And you're like, I've been doing it for three seconds. And I'm like, dude, just those guys don't care. Yeah, and well, it's, it's, it's like, uh, who is the BMX writer, Rick? Uh, Thorne. Rick Thorne was in the Matt Hoffman documentary. He's asking Matt how to do a certain trick, Matt Hoffman. And... Matt's like, yeah, you just you just hit the ramp and go up and kick your legs around a little. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, oh thanks, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That was a perfectly logical answer for, for Matt, Matt yeah. for sure. Yeah, there's certain people in action sports that you don't ask for advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Matt, Matt Hoffman Matt is Hoffman. one of them. Because it's, it's like, wow, you're the greatest yeah. BMX rider that ever lived. You must know how to do everything. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. If he tells you to do something, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but with like that one, you knew you knew in that moment that you you blew it. You let go, right? Yeah. I mean, I, like I when, at one point you yeah, go, yeah. "Oh, I did the thing that he told me not to do." Yeah. No, well, I didn't. I'm like not very in the moment. Like when I came <laughs> off the ramp and let go of the motorcycle, 
I didn't know that I had just screwed up. You know, <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm just like, kind of floating above it. You didn't think it was gonna land on you. I wasn't thinking. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but I saw it descending rapidly, and I'm like, this might be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but it broke its handlebars off in my crotch. Oh my. And Matt ran in and goes, I've never seen that happen. Yeah, I've never seen that. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh God, and and just you know, I had to go to the hospital or whatever, and the ambulance. Was that was that the the most long lasting injury? Um, I mean, do you have do you have residual effects from other injuries now? Well, just my back and you know the concussions. I'm sure there's going to be some residual stuff there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but your knees are okay. <clears throat> my knees, I busted a little, but they're all right. Just just my back and head. <laughs> <laughs> Have you but, had like back surgeries or anything? No, because I don't want to get it fused, which yeah. is the last option I have. Yeah. So yeah. I just try to exercise and uh, I found stretch? this. I'm well. The thing about me, I think, what saved me in a lot of the stunts I've done, I'm hyper limber, so I'm naturally. Uh. I used to be able to put both my legs behind my head. Uh, you know, I'm, so I, I can kind of accordion. Yeah. Um, so that's helped me. Yeah. So I do stretch, but I'm already pretty Stretchy. limber. Yeah. Hey. So. Uh, that adds up. I'm curious. Uh, so, you know, fast forward a little bit, but we went, we did, we did ESPN commercial. I feel like that led you to some circles of Hollywood maybe. Nah, I don't know if commercials. But what, so I'm I'm wondering how like when you got involved with Big Brother, how did you even make that connection? Did you did you know skaters already? I I knew Spike Jones, and he was shooting a commercial for um, excuse me, a video for a band the band Wax, and I I remember the date because it was the date unfortunately of the Oklahoma City bombing. And Jeff Tremaine was in that video. And so I met him, and I was writing for a few magazines, and we got to talking. He's like, yeah, come by Big Brother. And uh, and it was already part of Flint then, or no? It wasn't. No, no, it, no, wasn't it wasn't part no. of Flint then. I went down to, where was it? Manhattan Beach? Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know yeah. where it was. <laughs> by world. But it was a, I went down and saw him, but it was like a, uh, a couple years before I ever did anything for him because I didn't know, I, I wasn't a skater. So I'm like, I have really no right to write for Big Brother because, but then I got the idea for the self-defense equipment I test on myself and I pitched it to a few magazines and a lot of people wanted to do it, but they didn't want to support me ahead of time. You know, they want to do kind case. of a, a negative pickup on it. You go shoot it and yeah. buy all the shit, and then bring the finished thing to us. But Jeff was one of the was the only person who's like, "Yeah, I'll help you buy some of the shit, uh, yeah. and we'll send a guy out to film with you." And in the end, he gave me the camera because <laughs> I got went to pick up Dimitri that day at Sixth and Cochran or something. And I'm like, get in. And he's like, okay, here's the camera. This is play. It's got tape what? in it. And I'm like, you're not coming? He's like, I can't come. Because I had, there was a gun involved and they didn't want. I thought, I thought that someone was shooting it kind of yeah. around the side though, right? Well, well, we got to, they let me borrow the camera. So Loomis 
was shooting. Because uh, they were all I bailing know. on you. No, Jeff, I think Bender was shooting the first three things. And then we got up to shoot the gun. And no one wanted, my friend Jeff Bender had unfortunately seen one of his friends, Paris, jumping off the roof of a motel, trying to jump into the pool. Uh. He's like, I don't want to be, I don't want any part of this. Uh. And so Loomis, who's a drummer, but like, <laughs> you know, had a shaky <laughs> hand the whole time. Yes. It was amazing we got any footage. Like, yes. if you see the raw footage, there's points where I've got the gun pointed to my chest and Loomis is just on the ground. <laughs> It's, everybody's freaking out. Yeah, because, like, I'm trying to do it, and I have all these magazines underneath the vest, like, they're going to help, right? But, uh, and, like, they uh, fall out as I'm getting ready to shoot, and then I'm picking them up with the gun pointed at everyone over here. <laughs> then I'm getting ready to shoot myself again, and a car pulls up, and these tweakers are looking. They're all tweaked on speed, looking for the recycling center, and I'm like, uh, I don't, I got the gun behind my back. I'm like, hey, go down here. I have no fucking clue. I'm just trying to get rid of them. Yeah. It was very chaotic that day. And do you go to this place, like when you said you did the flip with Travis's bike, where you don't really, you're not there anymore? Like, did you, what were you thinking before you pulled the trigger? Like, I hope this vest works. Yeah, obviously. You know, but um, you get so caught up in like, well, I said I was going to do it, so let's just but hurry up and do like, it. But do you think, like, if I do this, I'm, this is going to this is going to be some sick footage. This is worth it. N no, I wasn't that bullish on it, yeah, but I a... felt that I felt like okay. I think this is an interesting idea, and I I feel like something will happen with it. I didn't know. It's definitely one of the most memorable things from Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mixed with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means lots of salt with no sugar. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio of 1,000 milligrams sodium, 200 milligram potassium, 60 milligrams magnesium with none of the junk. That's right. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. Element is perfect for anyone, including people following a keto, low-carb, or paleo diet. It's got electrolytes. And electrolytes are very important for your body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. When you sweat, the primary electrolyte loss is sodium. Athletes can lose up to seven grams per day. When sodium is not replaced, it's common to experience muscle cramps and fatigue. Take it from me. I know these things because I experienced them in the past. Since using Element regularly, I have felt so much better. Element is used by everyone from professional skateboarders and athletes like us. To everyday moms and dads, it's important to replenish electrolytes after almost any situation. Right now, Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single-serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. I'm supposed to point to Jason, but he's not here. So I'm salty that he's not here. Get yours at drinkelement.com wolf. He, again, he's not here, and he still gets the wolf codes. What's up with that? This deal is only available through our link. You must go to drink, D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash wolf. Element offers no questions asked refunds, so you can try it totally risk-free. You've got nothing to lose, except your friend, who's supposed to do the reads with you. And, and help to launch Jackass. I mean, in a lot of ways, right? Yep. Yeah, because Jeff and I were trying to think of things to do together, and that kind of crystallized it um but we also had this insane group of characters at <laughs> yeah. big either working for big brother or in the magazine it was just 
special group of uh, nuts. I remember, that, uh, uh, I think it was Jeff leaked the the pilot to me on VHS. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I had it and I felt like it had some crazy bootleg, like snuff video. Cause yeah. I just, it was so raw and I would show it to people. I go, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna put this on MTV. And everyone's like, there, there's no way that will ever go on MTV. Right. Um, a lot got on. A lot got yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there were a couple of things in in the pilot that obviously we, we didn't. Could, we could put, couldn't <laughs> put the gun on. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, but that Jeff put that in uh, the history of Big Brother doc he did. Yeah. Okay. Dumb. Dumb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so I was going to tell the story just because it was so right around that time when I got when I got the pilot and we knew each other we knew each other from the commercial obviously but then through Big Brother and we met at the Mondrian with Matt Hoffman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we, they did not want to let us in because we look like skaters. We're not Hollywood types or whatever. Um, I think we, we finally got in because I was staying there. And then, you know how the... the <laughs> they weren't even going to let bar, you in and no, you stay in there. <laughs> not at all. We're not cool enough. And then the bar is around the pool. Yeah. And then remember they have like these weird sort of garden walls and they had plants. Big on beautiful the wall. trees, potted trees. Yeah. You love that trees. place, huh? <laughs> you know, you know when I when I go there, because I love that place, there's like a thing. I think I've told you there's a movie that might have been something to, to do with you that I watched because I it was back when I didn't sleep and I was up at three in the morning and it just that movie came on and I was like I see that guy looked like me when I was younger when he had hair, and I'm like, I feel like, why am I relating to this? And then I just, it, I, it got me. Like that movie probably wouldn't have moved me on a Friday night, but right. at three in the morning, I was like, this is a real. What this, movie? The movie with the guy that's from Blade. I, it's not. It's not about you, but it's, oh, the the oh the Stephen Dorff. Yeah, uh, somewhere he's, he's at the chateau. All right. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, and it may and like I, I just there's so much history in that place, and I, yeah. I always wanted to go there. But every time I go, I'm like, "Where's Johnny Knoxville?" Oh yeah, yeah. I used to live there. You did, much. huh? Yeah, pretty much. Not like officially, but I'd be there for a few weeks and home a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. That sounds so cool. Yeah, well, it was pretty chaotic time. I was but pretty this, good. The thing at- I'm talking about was at the Montreal. Oh, which sorry. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. But, but the Mondrian was like the bar in the '90s, late '90s, uh, right? Yeah, that was like that yeah. was the place to go. And so okay. we were like, "Oh, let's go there because I'm staying there." Not not Chateau. Chateau wouldn't. They wouldn't allow for such tomfoolery that was going on. But uh, so there's this this wall, giant potted plants, and he's like, "This plant needs water." This plant is starving. It needs yeah. water, and he throws it in the pool. <laughs> and I remember seeing the trail of soil just start to like disperse all over the pool. And before it hit the ground, we all got kicked out. Yeah, they weren't actually. They they they, they wanted to call the cops. Well, they didn't kind kick of us fair. out. They they detained me. That was yeah. it. Yes, and they are holding me, and. I thought it was about 50 feet from the door. I'm like, I, I can shake loose of this. <laughs> so I shook loose and they just all gang tackled me like within 10 feet. And then they handcuffed me, right? I was handcuffed, waiting <laughs> for the cops. Throwing a plant. Were you there? Was he <laughs> yeah, standing yeah, next to yeah, when he was yeah. handcuffed? Yeah. No, no, I wasn't. Next, I was with Matt, but we were both kind of just watching. Because you we were, went in there with him, right? Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't think we were accomplices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, they okay. were kind. Of, they were scot free. But so I'm handcuffed, waiting for the cops, 
And this guy comes up, this young punk comes up to me. He starts going, oh, you think you're tough? I'll kick your ass and yada, yada, yada. He was like, like going to, he wanted to fight me and I'm handcuffed. Yeah. And Matt Hoffman is the sweet, literally the sweetest guy on the planet. And I've never seen him angry until then. Oh, wow. And he came over and he looked at that guy and he's like, oh, oh you're, you're going to fuck him up? He's like, do, do you want to learn about pain? I know about pain. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like terrified. Like, yeah. when, like your dad gets mad or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you I was like, like oh, I see I'm where angry. it all comes from in Matt. Yeah, he really does know a lot about pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if anyone can say that and be intimidating, it's him. He's well, like Hellraiser. But you don't want to compete with me in pain. Yes. Yeah. I'll win. That guy walked away quick. <laughs> and eventually they, they, they let me out of the handcuffs and just told me to leave, and I was banned from there. <laughs> Why were you such a, a, a trasher of stuff? I don't know. You get a Are couple drinks. And, guy? Like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a coward by nature. I just get a couple of drinks in me. and Because um, that's know. pretty ballsy. Like, I, I feel like there's a huge chance someone's going to punch me in the face if I throw a tree in the pool. Yeah, but it's but I don't think that's... So I get, so you get punched, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's it right there. Man. We're, we just reached the heart of man, it. Man, boy, do I respect yeah, you, that's man. It. That's a really cool answer. That was really cool. Yeah. Then there's that, I guess. Yeah. I always found that's it emotional. Mantra. That's the Johnny. mantra of Jackass. What's that? I always found it emotional when people punch me in the face. Oh, like, really? It's not the hurt. It's the, it's that they're so mad. They, they so don't like me. That they were willing to punch me. Oh, in the it hurts your feelings yeah. a little. Yeah, way more than the than the pain. Way wow. More. And, that, and that's every time, like yeah. In, oh. Like if I fight in the gym, I don't care if you kick me in the face. Right, right. But if you're mad at me at a bar and you punch me in the face, that's really upsetting. Wow. <laughs> I understand. I'm I'm pretty sensitive. I wasn't too. trying I, to be that guy. You know? But I I've seen you. I mean, we've we've obviously seen your work, and you have this ability to push people just to their limit. But then pull it back. Yeah, I, I try to get them just a little uh, over their limit and then bring them back. Like if I'm pranking someone. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because you don't want to, you can't get them as so mad that they punch you because not that they care about getting punched. It's Obviously. like suddenly they're going to break their hand on your face and you've hurt them, you know? so And, and they won't sign the release. And they're not going to sign the release. <laughs> so I want to get them right to that point and calm them down. And then get them angry and then calm them down. <laughs> Whether you want to get more fit or get more done at work, there is one thing that will help, and that's better sleep with Miracle Made Sheets. You can tap into the power of self-cooling temperature regulation, which has been shown to improve deep sleep quality by over 20%. Right, Jason? Oh! Right. Using silver-infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle Made Sheets are thermoregulating, and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them staying cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. No more, no more. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. So if you're a baller, you know. Clean sheets mean less bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. Go to trymiracle.com wolf 
to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And with Father's Day right around the corner, this is the perfect way to give someone you love the gift of better and more luxurious sleep. Save over 40% and be sure to use the promo code WOLF. What's up with that? at checkout to save even more and get three free towels. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Go to trymiracle.com wolf and use the code WOLF to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com wolf to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle May, for sponsoring this episode. How is the new show? God, you know, I am really happy with it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the prank panel on ABC. Jimmy Kimmel called me and said that he had a prank show where we would do wish fulfillment with, like, people come in and they want to prank their moms, dads, brothers, sisters, and because their siblings or parents have pranked them a lot, and they have an idea how to do it, and they pitch it to us, and we decide if we're going to do it. And we can, we obviously augment their idea or yeah. sometimes rewrite it. But yeah, uh, Eric Andre and Gabare Sibide are doing it with me, and it came out great. Yeah. Um, I didn't think we could get away with so much on ABC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did a sneak preview on May 24th, which went great. And uh, the rest of the series continues in July. I wish I could remember what day in July, but July. Um, look at my Instagram, and idea. it'll tell you. So, you're not getting hurt, are you? No, no I'm. I'm. Uh, like, it's not a, stunts. It's idea. pranks. Okay, but are you in the pranks? Or are you just? Are you behind the scenes? No, I didn't. You know, Eric appeared in a couple of his pranks, but I didn't appear in any of my pranks just because I, I just don't. I, I get really like I don't want them. It's hard enough because we're pranking one person, right? And it's almost impossible to do what we're doing because you line up a prank and you have the prank idea and you bring in 10 different groups of people all day long doing the prank over and over. We only have one shot at this. So I don't want my big dumb face being the reason that the prank gets blown. Right. So uh, If your face is there, it is troublesome. Yeah, it's a big dumb face. Wait, I'm like, wait, Johnny Knoxville's here. I'm definitely looking at one point. But <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I always wondered that about Jackass. I mean, I, I saw it coming, but when when it started getting popular, I was like, well, how can you how can you keep doing it? Because people recognize you. At what point did you realize that was going to be a problem? Um, well, after going into the second movie, it's going to be tough. So that's why we started pranking the cast more. And it's. <laughs> I see. it's more satisfying too, because we can go so hard at them. Yes, and they and li like me, they are very sensitive, and <laughs> uh, and sometimes they cry, sometimes they yell, um, but they all they give great reactions. Do you still punch everybody in the balls all the time? Uh, not as much. Yeah. Like, I, was telling, I was telling these guys every time I was on a jackass set, I was always either covering my drink or covering my crotch. All right, and you can't really do both. So sometimes you got to just. Hold your drink near your crotch and hope for the best. I've like consciously like I gotta like give people a break a little bit. <laughs> you know, I did stand up the other day and it was this thing where you have to pull stuff out of a bucket and one one is stories and you have to make a joke out of it and the other one's stunts and in the bucket every every week there's a one thing in there that says dick punch, <laughs> which means somebody punches you in the dick. So I pull it and my friend goes. 
uh, I'll get my wife to do it. And I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And then the wife comes up and I've, I've met her a couple of times. She was like, and I was like, yeah, good. And she's like, I'm going to go. I'm like, yeah, you'll be all right. Just just wing it. No problem. Just... And she uppercutted. Oh! <laughs> so she, didn't, she didn't hit my dick. She went under and got both testes, like both knuckles just. Wow. And fully dropped me. Like, oh. I remember, like on the ground, my face. You know when you, you hit the ground, you don't put your hands out because your balls are that sore? <laughs> like my, fa- my cheek hit the floor and I was like, oh. oh wait, oh. You think that was the biggest laugh of the night? I got. I won. I was the funniest guy of the night. I there think it was because I went down for a dick punch. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. How long have you been doing stand up? Like f- three or four years now. See, that's. I was. I was with Rachel Wilson in Portland two weeks ago. Oh, that's good. She smokes a lot of weed. Yeah, yeah. She she wow. likes those left handed cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's scary to me. She does. Yeah. That that's terrifying to me. I did stand up when I was. Like I heard Eddie Murphy did it when he was sixteen, so I like I think I was fifteen or sixteen, and no I way. and I wrote a set, like five minutes, and went to the Funny Bone in yeah. Knoxville later in the week and did a, a routine. I was terrified because I don't I'm public speaking and being in crowds have always frightened me. Yeah, me too. So that was. Like, I have a lot of admiration. How long did you do that for? Once. <laughs> Wait, you did a fucking stand Did you get laughs? Set. Huh? Did yeah, I did. I, I yeah, did. Yeah, but that didn't, and that then didn't never went turn back. you? No, it's too scary. I was like, let's never do that again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You, you never thought about, I mean, I guess you don't have to, but it is a thing that if you, obviously, if you're passionate, you can make it work, but there's natural ability, and if anyone's got it it's you just like well, you've got other jobs that that are you're really good at so you don't need to but yeah no it's very kind be but great it's too stressful it's too it, stressful for it's me what, it, once you get past it because to me i felt like the first couple of years i i was because i'm the same i don't like the whole you know i'm not experienced i'm not the best guy i'm gonna go out and do mediocre jokes to all these people this is gonna suck but after doing it and doing it and being like, oh, man, I don't even know why I'm doing it anymore. Or the ones where you do it and you suck and you leave and you go, I thought I was going to suck and I sucked. This sucks. <laughs> why would you do this? And then I'm driving home by myself at one in the morning. I'm like, what? Dude, you've already done stuff. Why are you here torturing yourself? Right. But you break through a wall. And then now I'm just like, I don't even think. I try not to think about what I'm going to do until they say my name. And then I just grab the mic and I go, I know I got it. I know, because I'm funny. I've been working at this. Go mouth. And it goes. Yeah. I I was talking to some uh, comedians about it. Um, and they told me that you have to learn to love to bomb. Yeah. Yeah, they all told yeah. me that too. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think that's probably your whole, one of the big fears, right? It's like you're going to just die out there. It's like skateboarding to me when you bomb. Because when I can't make a trick and I go home, I can't get it out of my head. I'm like, well, if I just had to turn my shoulder, if I go back tomorrow and I turn my shoulder and I keep visualizing me rolling away and I'm pissed that I didn't make it, the same thing when I bomb. I'm like, I, I, I bombed and then someone went up and ripped, which was even more reassuring that I sucked. <laughs> it wasn't the crowd's fault. You know what I mean? Like, this guy, it's, I, it's me. And I couldn't sleep that night. I was like, what did, what did you do? How did you walk up? Was it because you, you, did you not like have comfort? Like, did you flinch at the start? Right. Like, which bit was the bit that made people go, eh, I don't know. And then I, I'm like, whatever it was, figure it out. And, I, and I'm like, wait a minute. 
you're doing the same thing you did with skate. Like, I just got to figure it out. I just want to be good at it. I don't, I don't think th you can draw those parallels in the movie industry, though. What? For bombs. Because you don't well, get the okay. big second. Well, I, I would know. Good, yeah, good, I wanna, <laughs> please answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't directed at anyone in particular. I'm just you were looking at me, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sometimes there's so many things on a film that can go wrong. It's amazing that they ever go right. Did you ever think that one of the Jackass series wasn't going to live up to... The, seek, the the previous ones? Well, after we did the first movie, I'm like, we're not going to top that. So right. I had such an irrational fear of doing I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to, It's the stakes are too high. But then we were shooting Wild Boys, and I went to Russia with them, and I was <laughs> really excitable over there, just, I don't know, going for it and forgot I was wanting to do one stunt that could have ended really bad. And Jeff pulled me aside. He's like, look, if you're going to go this hard just for basic cable, let's do another movie. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if we can top that. And, and me and Spike and Jeff got together at the Chateau, had a dinner. And, and Jeff finally is like, we don't have to top it. It just has, we just have to be funny. And that took away all my fear. Yeah. And... Uh, that was when we decided to do it, and he just positioned it that way. And I remember Spike did something to me that night at the table, kicked me under the table really hard, and <laughs> so I just take my dinner plate and I put it down the back of my pants. Hey, and they have the biggest dinner plates, right? What is with you? And so we we I, you're just I, trying to get kicked out of every cool hotel. What is that? What it is? What? When someone kicks you, why do you put your food in the back of your pants? No, I just put the dinner plate in the back of my pants. And and so we walk outside. We're all walking outside. And I walk up behind Spike. And I bust it over his head. And the plate just powders. It powders. And he was like, he can't, what the hell did you do that for? He came and punched me a couple times. What? And, um, but it was so funny. <laughs> and, I, and, and I never do things to Spike. Like, I've, I don't think I've done anything to Spike before or since then. But that night, I just, just, and next time you're at Chateau, if you're ever at the Chateau, look at their dinner plates. They are thick. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's the that was like the handshake deal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jackass too. That was the contract negotiation. Oh, we did man. it. I'm uh, pitching a TV show right now. Where I meet the person that's in charge. I'm gonna be like, let's 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 have a meeting at the Chateau. <laughs> <laughs> I got a great idea. But back to back to my question: When did you realize just doing doing the series as it became popular? Like we, I know you talked about uh, number two. But was there a moment where you're like, oh, we're not going to be able to be in public to do stuff in public because they know who we are? Oh, uh, you mean on, this, on the series? Either one. I feel like it must happen during the series. Yeah, we would just, we would try to, you just try to pick and choose where, who you're pranking. Like we wouldn't go to a skate park and prank people because right. it's a bust. So you kind of, but we were... It was tougher then because we didn't do as much uh, uh, research ahead of time on who we're pranking. Now we kind of, we we would just go in we would just go into a place and yeah. start pranking somebody. <laughs> yeah, into a business, and often those in, in those times, 
the, the owner of the place is not going to uh, sign the release, so you lose all the footage. Then we're like, okay, we'll get with the owner, make sure that he'll allow us to prank his employees. Can't tell them, obviously. And, and then we'll kind of ask the owner about the, his employees. Do they, do they watch many TV oh, shows right. or we try to get intel? Yeah. And a lot of times that's pretty helpful. Hmm. So That uh, worked. Yeah, so, but, the, you know, we did go into situations where the owner did say something to the employees. But I know instantly if I'm pranking someone and they know. to it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, let's just walk away. Oh, wow. You're not, not going to use that footage right. if someone is, if they know. Yeah. So because. If they know, but they are trying to act surprised. Yeah, then we're not pranking. Then yeah. we're just acting. Yeah. Right. So we just shut it down and wait for the next person to come. Because you know that that had, doesn't work. Like you've used the, tried to use the footage and go, oh, We would man. never use the foot, if We would never use footage if someone knew they were being pranked. All right. Because, like, the truth is all we have, you yeah. know? Well, gravity. Gravity helps. <laughs> um, the truth and gravity is all we have going for us. Ignorance and adrenaline. I guess we have that, too. I was going to say, that's, that's pretty helpful. We got, a lot, we got a lot on our side. <laughs> what about, what about prosthetic-wise? Like, I know, like, at this point now, if you're a grandpa, like, everybody knows that guy, but that why, can't, why not make a whole new person? Because until grandpa showed up, I didn't know... I didn't know that guy. That guy could have pranked me. Well, it, at, at this point, the, I wouldn't have to use any prosthetics for bad grandpa. Shut <laughs> Just some glasses, a bald cap, and some clothes. And uh, I remember, I remember somebody saying recently. that to you a long time, like many years after the first jackass. Somebody was like, "Man, you look older," and you were like. Yeah, it's yeah. been 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's a really, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. You look, what do you look like 30 years ago? Yeah, I went, through, I went through a good 10 years of that. That's why I was, I was you like, too. Oh, you look older. I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah it, it happens. Time, time passes. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times people are, are sometimes nervous when they come up to you and they don't know what to say. Yeah. And sometimes people are just dicks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just got to like, I don't know. <laughs> But yep. was it, so I want to go back, Grandpa, um, was that hard to do to keep a storyline thread? That is one of the hardest, that's probably the yeah, hardest like a film Borat, that I have ever done in my right? life. And I didn't want to do that movie either. Why not? Um, because I remember we went to Paramount to pitch two movies that day. One was Bad Grandpa, and this other movie, this other idea was one I wanted to do with the Broken Lizards guy and Willie Nelson as he was playing this, like, uh, kung fu master ass-kicking character. Yeah. And that's the one I wanted to do. But we pitched them both, and they're like, oh, bad grandpa. And I remember, like, me and Tremaine and Derek Fredo walked out of that meeting like, fuck. We were all so, so bummed that that movie got chosen. <laughs> Why, why did you bring it to them? Because we're stupid. Just to give them choices? Is it a good idea? Because you were like, if, in case they don't like the I think deep down we knew that that was a good idea, but it was so daunting because when you go into doing one, just one prank, you don't know if it's going to be successful. But when you go into doing a whole movie with a storyline, a prank movie that way, it was just mind-blowingly terrifying. 
and yeah. Did so, you so you like you went into a scene? Do you say okay, we have to get from this to this in this? Scene? Not at first, um, but I, I when I snapped, I did had a, a moment where after the first day of shooting Bad Grandpa, wasn't even footage that ended up in the movie, but we had a lot of success and it was fun. All my anxiety, which I have, all my anxiety completely went away after that. And it was like, we got this. Yeah. After oh, after the, the first, first shoot. After the first day. Um, Why? Just because it was fun? You felt like it was yeah, I felt like easy? I felt like, I just felt like we got this. We can, we can do this movie. Huh. So after that, it was just, that part of it was fun. And... Did you answer your question, which was just trying to to, to make the story? Continue. So we had a very loose story when it okay. started, right? We started in I don't know. We shot for we started in September, October. Shot for a couple months, and then and got some really funny pranks, right? But I didn't know where I was within the movie because we it was a very loose narrative. And finally, Spike read the pages of what we had put together. And he's like, this isn't a story. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. And so, <laughs> so we shut down for a whole month. And oh, wow. me, Jeff, and Spike worked on the story. We'd bring in other writers and really nailed down the story. And so when we went back after the first of the year, I knew exactly where I was within the frame of the film. And it helped so much. It, it, and that's when we really started zooming. All right. So that means it wouldn't be that difficult to do again? Yeah, it would be difficult because to do Because you know all the... No, but you got to come up with a story. You got to come up with the pranks. That's not easy. And then not only that, you have to execute the pranks. It's very tough. I'm not saying it's impossible. Uh, I think it's more doable in my head than the first time. That's all for right. sure. Um, we could... I thought about it. Um, and I also thought about, I think you or Tony brought up doing another character. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've, I've noodled on that a little um, mm. because it, that's, that's doable too. Yeah. I just haven't landed on anything yet. Right. But it would definitely be something that would require prosthetics. I mean, a disguise. I you think look so. good, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, now. come on. You oh, your hair got gray, but you look, your face is holding up. You're great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah just, just for my own comfort, because I don't think I would get recognized as much as I used to, but just for my own comfort in my head, I would probably do something. It's easier to... to because if I'm, if I'm anxious hide. and I'm thinking, oh, no, they're going to see this and see that, and I have to take, I have to make myself comfortable. Because I already got too much got going on. Yeah. So it was interesting uh, doing, I, I got to do the, just the, the intro thing on Jackass Forever. Oh. But seeing you more <laughs> in the director's role, because every other time I've seen you, you, you're right in the mix. And you were in the mix, obviously, there, but it was very much like it's, you felt like you were a bigger part of the production, just in, from, from my perspective. Well, that, that was, by the way, bless your heart. Like, we're like, hey, Tony, you want to be in the beginning of Jackass forever? And he's like, sure. Wait, what time do you need me there? Doesn't ask one question. Yeah. And then he gets to say, what's happening? Well, this giant uh, uh, Godzilla monster is going to uh, puke on you. 
<laughs> he was so down. Yeah, That's that really well put. But but that was they weren't like, hiding it. They you, were, got, it you got jizz it, it, on. It, it, you got jizz <laughs> on. It didn't, it didn't read that way. In the yeah. it was definitely the uh, pon, Pontiosaurus. What was it? Yeah, the Pontiosaurus. Tony got cummed on. Oh God, bless him. I have I have a photo in my office. Of, such a, <laughs> such a team player. Of of Tremaine and Spike and me, like hey, and I'm just like dripping, covered in jizz, and they're and they're totally clean. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff's always oh, totally clean. Oh yeah, that was at the beginning of and my Cossack, spiral. Cossack, I couldn't even uh, enjoy that shoot. Uh, what the 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 oh, shooting the opening because my the concussion. Yeah. Like oh, I was everything in the world bad was happening in my head. Yep. and like I would yeah. see you there, but I couldn't be. There's Tony. I love Tony, but I couldn't. Well, you didn't want to get close because I was covered in slime, too. Yeah, yeah, but I couldn't. The biggest challenge of that shoot for me was that they wanted to do it three times. Oh, yeah. And there was nowhere to clean up. You got jizzed on three times yeah. in one day? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, we're at Par on the back just... lot of Paramount, and we have no place to clean up. Uh, That's like, what, what kind saying. of production is this? Yeah, yeah there, so there was, a, there was a makeshift tent and they're like, well, go put new clothes on, I guess. I'm like, I can't even get this stuff off of me. Yeah. I can't look like I, I haven't <laughs> been through the car wash, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they're like, do your best. Here's a towel. Do your best. So then I got cleaned up as much as I could. Do it. Then they do it again. And then Spike, in his infinite wisdom, was like, now we got to do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I thought I got jizzed on a lot. <laughs> at one point, at one point, the dude this aiming guy, it, the dude this aiming guy wins. it. <laughs> but this was more all-encompassing. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. Well, I didn't think we'd go so Bukaki talking here. <laughs> Finally. Oh Finally. my God. Is it over? He just said Bukaki. <laughs> we gotta go, right? Like, sure. We're off the radar. It. Oh my We're God. We're kicked off YouTube. Oh. We were doing so good on there. I know. Are there standards on this show? <laughs> Not it, it took you to push us over the edge. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're standards. They're low, but they're standards. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a point where, so the guy who's spraying it is up on a ladder. He's got this giant jet hose. Sorry. Shooting jizz. And he, he shoots everyone, all the army dudes. And then he comes to me and he just holds it on me. <laughs> and I start, I'm not kidding. I start getting scooted across the street. Yeah. From jizz. On my yeah, no, it's already it's already knocked Top me down. Bad, Jason. Yeah. I had I had scrapes. I, I'm gonna dedicate my life to talking you. Wait, that sounded wrong. No, no, I had anyway. scrapes yeah. on my back. You're not. No. We're not ever doing this together. Yeah. Keep, going. Keep going. You're sorry. Jizz is pushing you back. Yeah. It is propelling me across the asphalt. Oh. There you go. Tony Tickle Top Hawk. <laughs> Oh, and it, bla it, it, it shot. They made me wear a, a McSqueeb wig because they wanted oh, my that, hair you to be. Got jizz, that thing just shot out. Like that thing shot off. So, have you done that? Has the jizz shot your hair off? I, I mean, I don't have any asshole. Oh. But well, we can buy you a toupee so yeah. they can shoot that say, off. Yeah. You did have some that you bought. Hit me up. Anybody wants to jizz my wig off? <laughs> hit, me, hit me in the DMs. Ah.
<laughs> I'll film it for all of us, Wolf. Jizz my wig off is a pretty oh, cool. I hate that I, I can't. don't mean to jizz your wig I'm, off, but. <laughs> right? <That's> like, <laughs> you know? I feel like that's a saying that people yeah. should be saying more often. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I got dragged across the street. And I looked up, and finally, Spike is like, yeah, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> it finally worked. Oh, and Cossack broke his ankle. Oh, wait. Well, uh, well, Jeff from, Tremaine from broke Cossack's ankle. Wait, because they were shooting it, and Tremaine fell on Cossack. He got Kossack he got back. jizzed on to the top of Cossack's ankle, and just <laughs> there you go. Just That's for months. Another NBD broken ankle. That's a, like I I thought I was pretty high up in the getting jizzed on game. <laughs> Obviously, I've stepped into a room of hurt. Because this is the yeah, guys you ain't seen levels. nothing yet, Jason. Yeah, I don't know anybody that said they had their ankle broken from a jizz off. <laughs> that is heavy. Ankle broken, wig off, yeah. back scraped. Man, oh. all right, next Sorry. level. The funny thing is, is, we had to we had to act like it was a monster too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was wasn't that hard once he started shooting it because it was like oh, super cold too. Uh, yeah, no, it was yeah. cold. Yeah, nothing worse than cold jizz. Oh, and 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 we couldn't. There's no showers, whatever, because we're on a lot. So I wiped off as best I could and drove home. <laughs> he drove home in jizz. <laughs> we always take care of you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But I felt bad for the soldiers who had to lay in one spot in the jizz. They were. The, it was a super cold day that day, and the jizz yeah. just made you colder. I mean, you you t you know you know better than me. <laughs> But some guys got stuck to the ground. Some of the soldiers were literally stuck to the ground, and we had to, like, peel them off the ground. Wow. So It's a hard day. Yeah, that's a tough day at work. Yeah. What'd you do today, babe? <laughs> <laughs> I got peeled off the street because I was stuck in cold jizz for a couple of hours. Uh, oh, good. But I did but, see Tony Hawk get his wig <laughs> jizzed off his head. I still have the skateboard, and it's still coated. Nice. <laughs> Cold jizz, that was a yeah. kiss song, right? I know, it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That sounds more like a Guns N' Roses song. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, things, uh, well, definitely my experience with Jackass, that one being a highlight, I guess. Um, but the <laughs> other stuff that we did, it was funny how what you guys would ask me to do changed significantly after I got hurt. After I got hurt on Wild Boys. Oh my when God. You guys, when you guys would ask me to do stuff, they're like, don't, oh. no, not skating. Don't have Tony on a skateboard. It was like, well, everyone thought we killed Tony Hawk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it was, it was a dark day. I'm not trying to belittle that. But what I was saying is when I would get that stuff, I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, no, we did stuff. Like, I want to skate. You've done enough, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, like, you can't kill a national yep. legend, a national icon. No, that video is. I wasn't. Yeah, there I wasn't. I, I wasn't it, like I that. That like wasn't it. what I was trying to focus. Yeah, on. I wasn't there. But definitely, either. it was. It was a little. It was just funny because you guys used to send all kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah. we did the loop. We did the loop in Orlando yeah, in the chicken suit. Yeah, we did all that, and then and then after it, it was just like, yeah, maybe like Preston could sit on you, or or maybe you yeah. just get jizzed on all day. <laughs> That's all we got for you. Kind of pissed you guys didn't me for that. <laughs> yeah. You want a guy with experience. Yeah. <laughs> Take that right on the chin, Jesse. But then there's no element of surprise, Jason. Right. They want the element oh, yeah, of surprise. I don't, I don't, that's the, I don't yes. look scared when the Jesus right, is right, right. I'm like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Louise. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah, it had to be either jizz or poop. We're talking about jackass. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, man.
me. Okay, so give me just any highlight that you loved doing Jackass. Either that you were in or someone else is in. God. I, well. Like what happened? What, what went off where you're like, that was way better than I ever imagined? That was one of the Well, I mean, high, highlights just getting to do something with your friends and travel around the world with your yeah. friends. That, I mean, that's instantly what I think about. But there's a lot of ideas where I think the, because sometimes you'll start with an idea like, this is going to be great. And you'll shoot it and it's not great. And sometimes you have no idea and we just get in front of the camera and start shooting. Um, those are really fun where we just create it. Like when we, in Jackass 3, it was a rainy day. We had nothing to do and we just got some super glue. We're like, I don't know, go get, somebody go get some super glue. <laughs> and then we just shoot all these really dumb things with super glue, like, 69 and Wee Man and Preston together, super gluing. Uh, That's really funny. Bam glued his hand onto his dad's chest and he came off with a hairy palm. Just little things like that. It wasn't like, it yeah. was funny. It wasn't the funniest thing we ever did, but it was just that that happened. Or we had a rainy day in Florida. We we're like, what do we do? I don't know. And Dave England's like, I don't go Go get some ingredients for an omelet and uh, I'll, I'll, eat it, and then puke it up into the uh, fryer and cook it. <laughs> That's right. And then he got Steve-O to eat it. <laughs> that was a great day and a terrible day because we have to turn the AC off when oh. we're doing that. And it was Florida in the summer, <laughs> no. so it was 110 degrees in that room. And then Steve-O ate the puked omelet, oh and then everyone starts puking. <laughs> I can't that believe is, this is, is what I came out with a highlight <laughs> that is one of the funniest sort of uh, external things that happens when, when the camera guys start puking. Yeah. Which I did, never expected that element. You know, I did, I did something else just jumped in my head. We, uh, I, I was in Arkansas doing the, the riot control test with Bam and Dunn. And the boys were in New Orleans. And, and another time, all we had an idea was like, I was like, just... Uh, I wanted to get a card thrower to that could throw something really, throw a card really hard, and and maybe if he could throw something else at someone's ass, or I didn't know. That was the whole idea. But the card thrower had an electric stool. He goes, "I got an electric stool," and Jeff's like, "Yeah, bring it." And they shot that bit with Wee Man in the electric stool, and he thought, yeah. he thought was, the, the eureka moment where he's like, I know what's going on. Yeah. There's a card throwing machine in here. Yeah. It's so, so funny, you know. Sherlock Holmes figured it out. The, you can feel the joy in everybody in that room that made it that much funnier. Yeah, they just were shocked. Yeah. They were shocked that Every he came time to that. He turn around and be like, wait a minute. And say, no, dude, it's not, it's still not that. Like <laughs> those kind of moments are the best to me. Like we do like big setup things, which I'm proud that we pull those off, but just the little silly ones right. I love. <laughs> we man. We man. What the funniest thing I've ever seen is the slingshot Preston and We Man. I remember oh, I went man. to the theater and yeah. I remember walking out and going, oh. <laughs> I can't believe that I'm friends with 
the funniest people in the world. <laughs> yes. This oh, is the sweet. funniest movie I've ever seen. Like, I never laughed that hard oh, seeing thank him you. slingshot into the water and how scared Preston was jumping off a pier. It was just like... Just, no, but he didn't jump. He, he like, was trying to stay up. I think he was pushed. He was trying it's to stay up there. It's just the terror of... Like, it's just... Just jump off, you fucking you know what I mean? Like, but he's, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, man, this person is amazing. He's terrified of heights. Like, right? No, yeah, I can kind of tell. We had him dressed as a painted black, dressed as a gorilla, because yeah. he was Fay Ray, and for, and uh, <laughs> he was just standing on top of a porta potty yeah. and terrified. That Banjo was hands. Too high. Ter we had to like. Stop shooting and dig it out where the porta potty was only sticking out halfway out of the ground, and it was still too high. And but the footage was amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, it's incredible. How much he wants to get off the roof <laughs> is the best part about it. And yeah. just all you guys, like no, 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 you, you got it. It's good. He's uh, like banjo hands. Yeah. But we shot it again because, like... Wait, you made him do it twice. We made him do it twice because it's like, it was funny, but we didn't really get it. So we did it again. And he was up there, like, he was Tony Atlas up there. He wasn't scared at all. We're like, what the fuck's going on? He had taken Xanax. Oh, no. <laughs> We're like, okay. Oh, no way. That's a wrap on this bit, you know. No. He Wait. took all the fun out of it, so we didn't. We stopped shooting it because yeah. he, there was no stakes. Did, did yeah. he admit that to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're like, what, what's going on? You're like, so brave today. <laughs> I, I took Xanax. <laughs> oh man, there's because so much he, irony in that. Yeah, yeah. You think about it, he did those because he was so terrified from the last time. That oh, he was yeah. like, I literally can't do it. I can't do you it. You can't do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna do drugs. I yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> and uh, drugs wrecked the performance. Yeah. yeah wrecked, ruined the performance. Yeah. That's a lesson to you, kids. As, they, you as they do. That's as right. They, as they have, absolutely. Remember that when well, you're on a porta potty. Hey, standing on a porta potty dressed as King Kong, painted as black as King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I wanna thank you for. Uh, for indulging us in the in the um, intro thing that we did for David Loy for uh, for our video um, Birdhouse Saturdays, you remember did that? Did I do something? You <laughs> did. You introduced the, the stunt. Oh, great! Because it was uh, it was uh, me and Dave Wee Man Stevo in the car. Do you remember that? Nope. How really? long ago did I do it? I have no recollection. Two thousand seventeen. Oh, it. come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> He hit his head as much as us, dude. All right. I feel bad. I have no Well, anyway, for, for, for we, we had sort of cameo intros for all the skaters in our last Birdhouse video, and we, we did a jackass intro. You introduced it. Oh, great. And you were like, this is, uh, hey, <laughs> You're I'm, welcome, yes. And I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is, uh, I can't remember, like, this oh, is Jump of the Porta Potty. And, and then Lloyd, we drove, David Lloyd was standing on top of the Porta Potty, and then we drove through it, and then he jumped off onto a skateboard. Oh, sweet. Well, dotashimashite. Um, I love that you don't remember it at all. I love that. That's the insane. Most, yeah. I'm sorry. And now I'm going to look it up. It's going to be such a surprise to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it anyway, thanks for doing it. It was, un it, was, it was utterly forgettable, but thanks Man, for doing boy, it. Man, boy, am I a good friend to Tony Hawk, right? <laughs> I mean, look at me. Just being a great guy over there that I don't recall. The oh, thing that man. sucked about it was that it was, it was, I was driving my Mini. We had the uh, windshield set up for stunt 
action or, you know, they put a thing on it and they had to put this uh, really thick piece of plywood on top of the porta potty to hold him up. And that thing kept coming into the windshield. Oh, that's no good. And we had to do it three times. And by the third time, that thing was like, yeah, it was going to hit me. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I was like, this is our last try. Like, this is, this is absolutely the last one. We yeah. got it. But, um, but you were there. I was there. You loved it. <laughs> yes. I was there at the shoot, or I just did an intro for the. Oh, shoot? you were there. Oh fuck! You introduced it every time. Hey, oh hey, fuck! Man. It's okay. I'm not mad. I'm just. I just want. I'm. I'm telling you. Thank you. That's it. That's that's the end of the conversation. No, you really. What you're wait, 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 wait. He's got brain damage. That's what no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, here it comes. I here it comes. do remember hey. being there now. I don't remember what happened, but I remember being there and. Uh, seeing you, and I think that's one of the first times I met Steve-O's fiance. Okay. Uh, and so I remember. Okay, there, there we go. go. Fuck, that's thank it. God, thank I felt embarrassed. And you had a blast, right? <clears throat> oh, it's a time of my life. Yeah. Thank you for inviting <laughs> me down. That was good. Okay. okay. Make okay, sure you, you uh, like it. Yeah, thanks for watching, everyone. And um, thanks, remember thanks. this podcast. Remember this podcast. I will okay. never forget thank this you. podcast. Yeah, this, this, this is... We, you the should punch him in the dick or something to make it like... No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's get some super glue. Yes. Yeah, All you right. guys should super glue your faces together, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll just leave. <laughs> I, I got to drive home. I got a long drive. You guys do that. He's not busy. I, I can, can sit on you like yeah. uh, cowgirl <laughs> style. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it. <laughs> See ya. Thank you.